the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey guys, welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast. This is a special show. I was really looking forward to the pilot show that we did, the very episode number one way back when. I was super, super geeked about it. I was like, I had this idea that I'm especially psyched about. (laughs) So good. Today. So good. I am more psyched than any show I think we've ever done. I'm so excited about it. My guest, you heard her. Say hi to the people. Hi. I just like smiling. She's, Smiling's my favorite. Uh, do you like to whisper? No. Yeah. So we're here to talk to you about the movie Elf for Christmas, because today is December 21st. Christmas is in a few days, people. It's, it's nigh upon us. Oh. It shall be Christmas. So that here's what I'm going to do. Christmas carolish. I am going to... Uh, say some stuff at the beginning of the show, like I always do. And then we're just going to dive in because you're talking to a couple of people who are uh, elf aficionados. We're elfophiles. Mm-hmm. We love us some elf. Um, and, and before you think oh, I'm going to stop listening to this because it's just, rid- there's going to be some silly and some ridiculous because you can't not with the two of us and with elf, but it's also serious. It's, there's a lot of stuff. So please keep listening. Um, join us on our social media. You know where it is. You know how to do it. Help support the show financially for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, you can join uh, on our Patreon by going to mess it up podcast.com. Click on the become a patron button. Faith, you remember the number if they want to text money to us, they want to do text to give. Seven. Uh-huh. Zero walls ca like the walls of california prisons we go in there w-a-l-l-s-c-a uh and you can text the word mum mum do that and uh it'll guide you through everything you need to do to financially support the show it is all tax deductible because we are a nonprofit organization uh in messed up ministries and all of your donations are really really appreciated they help the ministry to go and they are also tax deductible. So it's not too late for your year-end giving or for a nice Christmas gift for your uh, favorite podcast. Or if they've got too much money, you can give it to us instead. Uh, so we'd love to you know, have any gifts that come our way is super, super appreciated. We love you people. Now, um, I'm recording out of order. This is the second show I've recorded today. I recorded a show that comes out later this week. You get a twofer this week, people. That's why you should be a Patreon member because you get a twofer Christmas day Look in your feed. There's a special show coming out on Christmas Day. It's the first time we've done a, a special Christmas episode. Uh, so be looking for that later. And when I recorded that show, I completely forgot to introduce the word of the week until the second half of the show. It was after the break that I we did it. Believe it. I know. I was like I mind can't. blown. It was completely ridiculous. So I am going to jump in now with the word of the week. And we're doing that word of the week, multiple choice quiz style thing there's Starbucks. It's so fun everybody everybody do this whose idea whose idea was the multiple choice somebody who has a great mind yes yes i have faith that it was someone with a great mind that came <laughs> up with the multiple choice so here's the deal our word of the week this week is felicitations felicitations 
Uh, Faith, do you know what felicitations means? Well, let me give you some multiple choice options. Answer A is having to do with sheep. Mm. Answer B is having to do with con men or activities of con men. Mm. Answer C is uh, celebration. And answer D. Your mama. mama. That's right. Answer D is your mama. So um, get your answers into us. Uh, Text it to 760-608-1942. Send in your answer. And also let me know what your name is so I can associate you, put you in my, my, uh, my, my address book. And and make a, a connection there with you, and uh, answer number the per, the second person with the correct answer this week gets Starbucks for Christmas. Uh, so uh, send those things wow. in. Felicitations! I um, love it. Yeah, Fel- felicitations, felicitations. Um, Better you have to get the word right. I know, I know. We were gonna go with cotton-headed ninny muggins, but we kept on having a problem saying the word like I just did there, cotton-headed ninny muggins. Um, So we decided not to go with that. But uh, Faith, one of the things that I have as a, a, just an everlasting memory in my life is going to Albertsons back in the early aughts I was there at the New Albertsons in Ridgecrest with your lovely husband, Dan, and we had, I don't know if we'd collect the things, but we got the movie, the DVD came out for Elf, and we're standing in line, and I'm super, super excited about it, and um, on the back of it, it's it's uh, Will Ferrell's face, and he's making this Elf face, just the excitement, and I turned, and I showed Dan, I said, this is me wanting to watch this movie, and then I found out it's also Faith. Yes. Faith, tell me your thoughts about when you think what, what, what comes in with elf for you? What are, what are memories or thoughts or feelings that come in just in general with the movie, not specific things that happen, but, but in general, when you think about the movie elf, what happens with you? It just makes me feel so like giddy and happy on the inside, just because it's such a. On the inside? On the inside and on the outside. And on the outside. Yeah. Don't, we're not limited here because I'm telling you what, you guys, I wish this was a video podcast because this is, uh, we're feeling it. I mean, we're both yes. smiling. So our faces are going to crack. I, I mean, I will say it's not only my favorite movie for Christmas. It is my favorite movie of all time. Wow. All That's time. a statement. I love it so much. I just, it just makes me happy and I could watch it a million times and it will still make me happy. Let me ask you this. Um, when I, I know you'll you'll watch it anytime. It could be July and you'll watch Elf. You won't be like, no, it's too. When do you start thinking, okay, it's been a while since we've got to start watching it and it gets into heavy rotation. When does heavy rotation for Elf start? Mid-October. Mid-October. And does that coordinate with the starting of Christmas decorations in your house? Or is that like the 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 herald of Christmas is Elf in heavy rotation? So um, I, st- I personally, I start thinking about Christmas and, um, I don't put up Christmas decorations in October, although sometimes I really, really, really want to, but there are other people in my life who think that that would be ridiculous. Dan Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I, I control myself. There have been many times where I have put Christmas up before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, but since I can't like get all the Christmas out early, I do, I, I will start listening to Christmas music in October and Elf. Okay. And Dylan, my son Dylan loves it as much as I do. So him and I will start. Oh, we should have probably had him in on this he, show. That would have been, he could have put a lot of input in. He quote, he can quote every single word from the, like he has the whole thing memorized. Yeah, yeah. So um, looking at uh, messages, or, or not messages, but, but, but looking at, at holidays and looking at movies and the way that they make us feel, obviously Elf, has a big impact on us and, and on a lot of people. I mean, we're not alone. It's, it's an extremely, extremely popular movie. I was reading this year as I was watching it um, with someone who was watching it only the second time they'd see it. They saw it when it came out. They didn't like it. They were a kid. They didn't like it because their mom was very strict and rigorous and didn't approve of that kind of shenanigans. So they just had a bad taste and they really liked it this time. But I was watching. So I was, I was reading IMDb and just reading the trivia. And it turns out that they offered Will Ferrell as late as 2013, a sequel to it. He turned down. Yes, 20, Dylan told me this. $29 million he turned down to do a sequel because he said, nobody wants to see me at my age and my shape in those tights again. He has, he is wrong. I would pay to see it. it would, look, we look, we, we, we saw Bob Newhart and we didn't mind. See? Certainly he's as good as Bob Newhart. Yes. And, and, and when has Will Ferrell really thought people don't want to see more of me? I mean, every movie he's in pretty much has him running in his undies, his little tidy whities <laughs> you know? So, I mean, come on, Will. Don't kid a kidder. <laughs> so as we got this idea, Faith presented this and she said, we should do that. I was like, well, that's not really what we do. And as more I thought about it, the more it made sense to do this because Elf is one of those things that's completely silly, completely childlike completely absurd and just true mm. and beautiful in its core and and i'm not sure exactly why it is so beautiful but we'll, we'll talk about that in the second half but but faith sent me some things and faith has been on the show many many times and other than, uh, you know, shoehorning her idea in for the multiple choice word of the week, she basically <laughs> has done a lot to, you know, dictate what happens on the show. It's usually me inviting her, but this was her, her brainchild. She's like, we should do this. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, yeah, this is right. And she came with these ideas of things that we could do. And as I looked at her ideas, I was like, wow. There's a lot going on in this movie. Elf has very deep meanings in them. There are yes. some deep stuff in Elf. Yes. Now, in my reading on the, the trivia, I found out that the, the guy who created the story and wrote it is a guy who loves the Christmas season, but is Jewish. But he just loves what he sees with, you know, the, the joy and warmth and, and, and whatnot in, in Christmas. And what... What stands out to you, Faith, if you could boil it down, if you could reduce Elf and have a reduction of Elf, what would we be left with in your reduction of Elf? Faith's a cook, by the way. So you see how I, see how I did the cook thing there? <laughs> I see that. Yeah. The reducing. Yeah. Uh, and sugar. He reduced it a lot of sugar. Oh, I like okay. that sugar. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I really feel like if you boil it down to the core of like getting past the silliness and all the fun that, you know, you and I enjoy so much of and laugh about, but when you start to boil it down and, and see what the real, the heart of it is, I think a lot of it has to do with, um, the outlook in life that we have, having a positive outlook and, and how do those people that have a positive outlook deal with the people that don't have a positive outlook who are a little bit grumpy in life and who sometimes want to dash our hopes and dreams. And, um, but it's really about the spirit and it's about not breaking our spirit. Yeah. And I think it can be easy. Um, in, in, in a Christian world. And, and my friend who saw it, you know, her mom was, you know, really conservative Christian and didn't like it because of the whole Santa and all that stuff. And I think it can be easy for us to put blinders on because of what we see and, and not look for the joy in a message and look to see what's there. Uh, you know, God says he's going to use whatever for my good. He's going to use it for my good. If he's got Santa. He can use Santa for my good. If he's got the Easter Bunny, he can use the Easter. Look, God used jail yeah. for my good. Certainly he can use a movie that has Santa in it. Listen, in the Old Testament, he uses a donkey to talk to somebody. Yeah. So, you know, like, like Shrek. God can use... <laughs> donkey. Uh, <laughs> God can use anything. And, you know, we, we as Christians, we have that opportunity as well. We can turn things around and say, listen, we can look at the negative. We can look at how bad things are going to be or how bad things can get, or we can turn it around and see the good and we can turn it around for other people and help them find the joy. Yeah. Yeah. And when we're just throwing things away willy nilly, it's, we do have the danger of throwing out the good with the bad. And just, you know, if you're just pulling the drain on the, the tub because there's something yucky floating in the tub, all the water goes away, all the good goes away. Just scoop that bad thing out. Yeah. Leave the good, scoop the bad thing out. And then sometimes we have to dig for it. You know, um, Bev and I love to watch the show um, Amazing Race. And sometimes they have to go digging through stuff to find a clue or whatever. And if you just throw everything out, all the, the benefit that you're going through or, you know, the, of the, the job is, is gone. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> newsflash, Paul and Faith have talked for a little bit of time at the beginning of the show and haven't gotten anywhere on it yet. <laughs> so some, some things that we thought about, or we, I'm saying we, Faith did all the work on this show. <laughs> Um, but she came up with some themes and, and she said, well, which one do you want to talk about? I said, oh, I don't know. There's, let's just talk about things. Um, people, I think a lot of times don't look forward to the holiday because of family. Yeah. And in, in recovery, we deal a lot with family. And, and as Christians, um, we could see a lot of times where a person has come from an abusive childhood and people talk about God being their father. It's not a, an image that they want to associate. And it, it, it can put up walls. The idea of going and spending a holiday with family is not necessarily a joyous thing for a lot of people. 
it can right. give us some some pause and whatnot. And the way that the character Elf deals with people is, I think, a great lesson for us. What are some things? And and for this show, we're going to assume. Well, I'm going to assume. I'm going to pretend like you haven't seen it. So we might, you know, repeat some things because, I mean, it's fun to repeat them. Uh, if you haven't seen Elf, I mean, watch the movie. If you've seen it, watch it again. But, but Faith, some, some things in this movie that stand out to you with that idea of, of how to deal with people who are not necessarily awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, he, so he has a very childlike attitude in everything he does uh, because he's been raised as an elf. Yeah. <laughs> And so, so he has this very like innocent way of looking at things. And, um, you know, I love when he first goes to meet his, his real dad and he ends up staying with him and, um, and he automatically, even though the dad is kind of standoffish, the dad is very walls are completely completely up Mm -hmm. um and he does not want to let him into his life and it's very evident but buddy he instead of sleeping he thinks about what can i do for my dad and he builds him things for him and he makes breakfast for the family in the morning and now he did it completely like everything was bad horrible of course because he made spaghettis with, with spaghetti with maple syrup which nobody would eat and he took you know their furniture and made a little rocking horse and he decorated their house all in christmas and um it was a little too much but he did it with the intention of even though uh this person doesn't know me and isn't like opening their hearts to me i'm still going to put my all into it yeah, dad did not reciprocate the love, right. you know, and, and the story starts off and as he's going to go find out about his dad, you know, Santa tells him, oh, one more thing, buddy, your dad is on the naughty list. <laughs> and, and we see that that dad is not a very nice guy. You know, he, right. he, he runs or he works as an executive in this children's book printing and, and he doesn't care if there's pages missing and he, you know, recalls books from his orphanage that the kids have. And because the, the nuns haven't paid their bill, he's like too bad, you know, and he just doesn't care. So when, when buddy shows up, he gets, you know, kicked out of, of dad's office because, you know, he's a full grown man dressed in an elf suit and tights and singing. And uh, you know, it, it throws that off a little bit. And so the security throws him out. And so instead of going back to the North pole and having the credits roll at the end of 15 minutes of movie, Buddy sticks with it. He keeps on coming back. He he brings dad a gift, you know, it's lingerie. But I mean, <laughs> he brings dad a gift because it's a special someone. And he risks getting kicked out again. And he keeps going back to try and make things right. And he never gives up. With he dad. Just, yeah, he just doesn't give up. And I think that's that's such an important lesson for us with family, with any type of relationship, because it especially especially when it's somebody you don't live with, if it's, you know, not a spouse or a kid that you're living with, it's so easy just to say, I'm done, put your hands up and walk away from them. And you, if you don't see them every day, you don't have to deal with their attitude and you can mentally walk away from them. Right. Right. And, and there's sometimes like I have, I have people in my family, I think, you know, if there was no DNA there, I probably wouldn't have any kind of relationship with them because there's no 
connection. There's no affection. There's no affinity. And, and there's oftentimes conflict and it's unhealthy. Um, but we're, we're thrown together in these holiday situations. We're like, okay, we've got to go to Aunt Rose's house and you know whatever it happens to be. Um, the thing that I love at the beginning, you know, towards the beginning of the movie, they, they're setting the tone and, and Buddy the Elf goes to New York to see his dad and he's roaming the city. And this is another area where he is just bringing joy to everything he's doing, regardless of how people are, are acting to him. And I, I, one of my favorite scenes that I'll act out in public is when he's walking past these guys handing out flyers and he's taking them and eventually, you know, he just keeps taking them. And they're like, no, 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 get away from us here. And, and but he keeps on wanting to go back, you know, and he spins in the, the revolving door till he gets sick. <laughs> and then like a true guy in recovery, he goes right back into that door and starts spinning around again. And later on, he brings his, his friend on a date and shows her, okay, here's how you do it. And he's learned, you know, he's, he's teaching her the ropes. He's just that, that never say die, keep on going. But there's a point where he wants to give up, you know, towards the end of the movie. And the, as the third act begins, he's, he's made a mess of things for his dad and his dad has yelled at him and kicked him out of the office again, screaming and yelling and saying, I never want to see you again. And buddy is, pretty downtrodden and i think even even for those of us who are helium balloons sometimes the air gets cold and the helium doesn't want to quite give it us as much lift and and there are times when i struggle with being positive and, and want to you know just throw in the towel and, and and give up and i think probably especially in this last year um you know there's been times where you probably haven't felt like being as as helium filled as, as yeah. other times. Yeah. I think, especially if I compare last year to this year, this time, huge difference. The Christmas time last year was not, I mean, I do everything I can to put a positive spin on things, but even me, I had a hard time last Christmas. Like it was just difficult. Life was right. just difficult. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So there, we, we do have those times. But can you look back now when you look at that Christmas, are you able to find the nuggets and, and, and mine the gold from that difficult time? Yeah. And even, even in that time, even though I was having a lot of pain in that time, I specifically, one of the things that um, I constantly work hard at when I'm in a difficult time like that is every day I'm going to get up and I'm going to tell God what I am grateful for. I'm going to find things in the day that I am grateful for. And I'm not going to say, oh, woe is me all day long. Yes, I had pain. Yes, things were difficult. But every single day I was looking purposely for things that were good. I had like, I would go to work and um, I loved working with my kids. You know, like I got to, I got to dress up like an elf and I got yeah. to play with kids. And so like, I'd be like, thank you, Jesus, that I have this job. Thank you, Jesus, that I get to go and act out some fun things and, and be a part of this. And so that was, I, yes, I did have moments of this is not fun, Yeah. but I was constantly looking for what, what is God doing that is good in my life, even though there are a lot of things that are difficult. Yeah. And, and I think about, you know, as, as Eddie's Eddie, as buddy is standing on the, the bridge and looking, he sees Santa coming and all of a sudden he, he sees an issue. He sees a problem and his mind just snaps from, okay, woe is me to woe is that person. How can I help? 
What yeah. can I do? And all of a sudden his troubles are, are, are minimized and, and he moves on to help. And, and, and I'm not saying we should always just ignore ourselves for somebody else. That, that can be very unhealthy. So, you know, for those of us codependents in the crowd, you know, we, we know what we're talking about here, but, but the idea that to not stay there, and that can be difficult for me. Sometimes I can feel it like, look, I want to, you know, put on my concrete boots and jump into that water and just drown in my misery for a while. Um, and, and it can be, it can be difficult, but there's always somebody there to be like, no, 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 Paul, not those shoes. Get the other shoes. The ones with the, with the, the floaties on them. Those are the shoes you want. And uh, it's, you know, it's just a, a, a difficult thing. That's, that's a great thing about the movie is that it, it shows all that spectrum of, of fun and joy. And I was talking about him walking around the city and I can't think Elf without thinking shooby doobie. And, you know, the song Pennies from Heaven is just a big part of that, that early montage of him going through. Uh, so I decided for our song of the week this week, we would have Pennies from Heaven. So this is Louis Prima with Pennies from Heaven. We'll be back on the other side to uh, share some more thoughts about Elf and to uh, wrap this up. But here you go with a little bit of Louis Prima. Every time it rains, it rains. Pennies from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains Pennies from heaven. You'll find your fortune falling all over town. Be shining your umbrella is up, 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 upside down and trading for a package of sunshine and ravioli. Macaroni. If you want the thing you love, you must have a pizza, holy baby. And when you hear thunder, don't run under a tree. He'll be pennies from heaven for you and me. Now come over here, boy, Sam. And every time it rains, it rains. And don't you know it's confident? Every time it rains, it rains. And don't you know it's confident? You find your fortune falling. All of a down, all of a down, all of a down. Be sure that your umbrella is upside down and we live up. How about the can you not do a shooby dooby? I mean, it is just so amazing. And the thing about this song, this song says what we've been saying. Absolutely. You know, every time it rains. Rains pennies from heaven. Yeah, you're getting, you're getting stuff. And, and listen, people, this was written when a penny meant something. Okay, pennies were worth something back then. Uh, now, a lot of people will ignore the pennies. I got excited just this weekend. We were going out of town to go see a play and I got gas and I looked down and sure enough, there's a penny and I picked it up and I showed Bev, I got a penny and she was excited. I was excited. We were 99 cents short of a dollar right there, people. We do that 99 more times and we got a buck. So come on. And, and, and a dollar. A month. You That's could give a dollar a month if you found a hundred pennies on the ground. Three pennies a day. Pick those That's pennies up. Give them to Mess It Up Ministries. That's all I you got to do. Come on. It's, it's all you got to do. So I, I love that. I love the, the feel, the vibe, everything about that song. It's just fun. It's bouncy. It's, it's, it's what we're talking about with this. And it, it makes me feel good to hear that. Yeah. And, 
and I've seen, I mean, you've seen it so many times. You laugh every time though, don't you? Every single time. I, I, I can't help myself. Uh, and I know it's coming beforehand and I laugh yes. Yes. prior to when I know it's coming. I was laughing when he started drinking the Coke. Yeah. And there's so much that goes on after he drinks the Coke before he lets loose with the burp. And then and the burp is not the funny. He's like, did you hear that? As if he didn't hear a 30 second burp. <laughs> that his neighbors heard. Yeah. Here, here's, the, here's how you know, this is how I mark how great of a movie this is because I, I'm not at all exaggerating when I say every season, I probably watch this movie no less than 10 times. Yeah. It could be up to 20 times yeah. in this season that I will watch this movie. And how many years has it been out? Do you know when it was, when was it made? Oh gosh. That's a great question. Faith. Let's, let's look it up here. Elf. Cause I, I know it's been more than 10 years. 2003, almost 20 years, almost 20 years. And I'm still laughing at all the scenes. What's your favorite one? Do you have a favorite scene? Um, I do love the um, Santa Claus scene. You smell like beef and cheese. Oh, that loves the beef and cheese. I, I, I have a hard time picking my favorite, but I think it's either when he says Santa's coming and he loses his cheese and yells, Santa, I know him. <laughs> and and uh, I love that one. And I love the burp. And I also love when he jumps and he's like, how are we going to get the star on top? I'll get it. <laughs> Boing. See, it still makes me laugh. We're laughing. Oh, it's great to have joy be brought to, to our lives. And, you know, joy is an important, it's critical. Um, when I pray at night, I pray for certain things every single night without fail. I, I have a list. There's, there's other things that I'll pray about, but without fail, there's certain things that come in. I, I have a, a board on my wall that's filled with um, papers that people wrote on and folded in half and taped up. And we, we stuck them to this board at CR Summit when we did our, our summit. And it was us figuratively nailing things to the cross. And I promised them people back in August, I said, I will pray on this, or July, I guess it was. So I'll pray on this every single day. Um, I'll pray over these things. And I don't know what's on them, but I know God does. And so I pray about that every day. I pray for uh, Dan's physical and mental health every single day but i pray for your joy mm. that it, it it constantly gets replenished it's like i want you to have hanukkah joy where we don't know how there's enough for this much and you use that much and then it's replenished over and over and over again because because i know that that's what you are in your family yours you're the elf yeah every family's they've got their elf and you've got to have that elf to keep everybody else floating yeah um now, now here's the thing. I want you to think in your family of, of who the elf is. If you don't know who the elf is, there's two things. Either your family doesn't have one and that's really sad. You need to work on some stuff or it's you. And if you're the elf, that's a very special, difficult position because it seems like all fun and games, but it's hard to be the elf. I mean, I'm the elf in my family. And when the elf isn't feeling it, it can be tough. Mm. So if you are not the elf in your family, you know, the elf, pray for the elf, look for ways to help the elf 
maintain because we can't maintain it all the time. At some point, a rocket ship burns out its fuel, and, and you know, but you got you can keep it in orbit, you know. And yeah. so, so be looking for ways that you can support your local elf um, <laughs> because it's it, it's a, a difficult and, and honestly, when you so you know, joy is a fruit of the spirit. And when you are filled with joy from Christ, it w- even when you're going through difficult times, it doesn't always take a lot to get replenished yeah. because it's so, it, you, you, you just can access it so quickly. Um, like, I just feel like knowing people were praying for me mm-hmm. when I was going through a difficult time and joy is different than happiness. It's not absurdity. Yeah, it, it, I can. Yeah, it, it's not. And so even though I could have tears, I still had joy. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't know how um, how else to explain that. But here's what I also do know. Just like you said, like someone in your family, they're the they're the elf. They're that person. So my joy, I know that my joy can be contagious. And I know that even in my, in my family, when things get difficult, I know that people are constantly looking at me and thinking, well, if she feels that way. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag joy like COVID. <laughs> Let's spread it, people. Take off your joy mask and get people infected. Yeah. So, it, you know, it is important. It is important. And if you are blessed to be a person who is naturally filled with joy. Um, if that is the fruit of the spirit that God has, I think, I think, I think there are some fruits of the spirit that God just imparts on Christians. Um, some we have to work at and some he just allows it to come naturally for us. Now, if you can contact, you know, our families on this, sometimes you get two elves that get together and then it can be a little bit chaotic. <laughs> I think, I think I was looking at pictures on my, my show, uh, my little, you know, uh, device, and it has pictures that go by of memories. And there's some pictures from, I, I want to say it was maybe last spring or sometime we were cooking and we had flour in the face of both oh, of beignets. us. That was powdered beignets, sugar. Powdered sugar. Oh my heavens. It was, uh, <laughs> It was, it was everywhere. Yeah, a bit nuts. It can go a little bit goofy. And, and so so also pray for the families of two elves that get together. It could be very difficult for, you know, the rest of everybody the Mr. Hobbs's of the of the neighborhood. Um, so um, the other thing when we were in the break, uh, you know, talking about the song and, and what we're going to talk about the other um, we, we talked about what did we talk about that we were going to talk about faith? I, I'm drawing a blank now. Well, we, you know, we talked about how, like we, you know, at the end when, when Santa is trying to get back on his sleigh, but he needs everybody cooperatively. Right. Yes. Yes. Everybody to go. And, and to, and and what is, what is the best way to spread cheer? Singing loud for all to hear. Yeah. And, And so they're singing songs and the, the, the half brother of Buddy, goes running out and he gets on the TV and he's reading the things and, and, and telling people what they want. Cause he's trying to get people to believe with him, that community belief that coming yeah. together. This is why we go to church people. Amen. It's, it, we don't knowing Christ is not enough. Believing in Christ is not enough. Reading your Bible is not enough. Praying is not enough. Giving money is not enough. 
although you can give as little as a dollar a month, <laughs> makes things work. It's being together. Community. It's like I say, if you're not on the social media with me, it's not social. Yeah. And and it's it's sad. I was on I was on our Reddit site today looking. And I can't find the last time someone posted a reply to anything that I'd written on the Reddit site, on our subreddit. And it's, I keep writing, I keep trying, I keep, you know, I'm a buddy of the elf. I keep going and, and people are going to get there. If you build it, they will come. But sometimes it's frustrating. And so we've got to come together. Now, we don't have to agree to be together in love. That's right. You know, we, we're going to have different ways of looking at stuff. Look, I mean, Faith and I get together great. We love to do things together and be funny and silly and whatnot. We love to eat food and cook together. Yes. But we have definite opinions when it comes to Mayo and Miracle Whip. Oh. We still love each other, even though we know the other person is dead wrong. <laughs> and everybody in the world knows which one is dead wrong. Miracle Whip is the <laughs> bomb. I love it. Uh, so, um, so you don't have to agree to love someone. You yeah. don't have to be happy to have joy. Right. But if you're by yourself, disagreeing with everyone and no happiness, your chances of joy are, are pretty slim and your chances of infecting people with joy are even slimmer. Yeah. Your chances of bringing other people down uh, is, is bad because, because people aren't going to think, oh, well, that person sucks. People love you. Somebody loves you. Somebody misses you. Somebody wants to see your joy. I lived with a father who I knew my whole life, go figure. And he was a very surly, hard man. My father didn't laugh a lot. My father didn't tell me a lot of jokes. He made sarcastic comments or puns, but he was very businesslike and didn't suffer fools. And that was the man I knew. My youngest daughter, who today turned 30, my baby turned 30 today, she never met that man. She met a man who would get down on his hands and knees and play and laugh and tickle and be silly. And that's the only man she ever knew. And I didn't really get to see that guy much. But my aunts and uncles told me at my father's wake, they said, yeah, your dad used to be silly. Hmm. And he had a lot of joy, but, but he experienced some things in life that caused him pain. Mm -hmm. and he let the pain win. He took joy and happiness and silliness, and he just put it in a closet and locked it up forever. And, and that's, that's sad because he cheated. He robbed me of all the joy that my daughter got from her grandpa. I didn't get it as a son uh, from him. And that's, that's just straight up theft. Mm. Um, we, we've got to know that someone loves you, know that somebody wants you to be happy, know that somebody misses that thing that they see in you that you might not even see in yourself. They want that back because that's what my aunts and uncles wanted. They wanted the old Bobby back. Um, yeah. so, you know, they could just see that guy that they knew and loved. Yeah. So, so faith, how many times do you think you've seen elf? You were guessing. You think you've crossed uh, Oh, for sure. <clears throat> for sure. Past a hundred. Most watched movie in your life, probably. Yeah. Without a, without a shadow of a doubt, the most watched, but I will say this. Wait, on purpose, because I know you live with Dan and so you've probably seen <laughs> Fast and the Furious like 90,000 times. 
Well, there are several movies that I've had to watch over and over. You've endured, but this one you watch. But this one, this one, I joyfully, um, willingly want to watch constantly. But there is another Will Ferrell movie that I have watched pretty close to as much. Which one? Um, it's probably one that nobody else has ever heard of. It's a kids movie. I love kid. I love kids movies. Why do I love kids movies? Because I feel like I am just a big kid at heart. Um, but it's called Kicking and Screaming, and it's about a soccer, mm-hmm. a dad that goes and coaches his kids' soccer team, mm-hmm. and um, Robert Duvall plays his dad. Yeah, and 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 it's got uh, uh, the ever popular. Um, Oh gosh, well, I'm drawing the Chicago Bears uh coach. Um Mike Ditka. Mike get Mike Ditka is in it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I I love I, I don't I don't love that one as much as Elf, but it is right, it's pretty close. Well, all right. Fantastic. Well, any any parting shots about elf or Christmas or my face or anything? <laughs> <laughs> I say my face and you laugh. Because you know. I love it, your face. I just like smiling. Smiling is my favorite. Smiling my favorite. <laughs> Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? We could quote, oh. we could, sit, we could okay. do a whole show on quoting Elf. I am not going to lie to you. When Elf came out on video, I was sitting in Dan's office. We may have, it may have been the day we went and got it. I was sitting in Dan's office. He was at his chair. He had a big desk there at Emmanuel. I'm sitting on the left. The phone is on the right. It rings and I jump over. <laughs> grab the phone buddy elf what's your favorite color <laughs> i honestly don't remember what dan's reaction was but i'm thinking he didn't think it was awesome as i thought it was as awesome as it was i think it's awesome as well yeah so yeah so we got to spread some cheer so hey folks um it is christmas is right here i mean we're coming up and it might be a, a rough time for you this year reach out to somebody if you've got no one else to reach out to, 760-608-1942. Give me a text. Give me a call. We can talk. We can text. We can do whatever. If you prefer email, it's bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. But I don't want anyone to be uh, uh, suffering by themselves. I, I can't fix everything for you. I can't. It's, it's not my ability. It's not my job. It's not my place. But I can suffer with you. I can, I can spend time with you. We can just, I can listen to you breathe if that's what we need to do. Um, so, so don't, don't quit. Don't give up. Don't ever, you know, give up on, on whatever it is. Reach out to somebody. Faith, thank you so much for this idea for doing this. Um, I encourage everybody to go and watch Elf tonight and, yes. uh, do it as a family, get yes. everybody to watch as a family and just laugh, make some popcorn and, and just be, silly go out and reenact elf out on the streets of your town you know go and find the world's best cup of coffee you know go scream it yeah be careful hopping across the you know streets on the crosswalks you know they don't 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 go too dangerous but and in this covid time don't pick up gum right don't even (laughs) even after covid don't chew the gum that's there but i will tell you this it is super fun to get on an escalator and go elf style on an escalator i've done it my it's, son Dylan has done it. He does it every time. It's I, I want to every time. I don't do it every time, but I, I it goes through my head pretty much every time I hit an elevator. Never down on the elevator, always up, you know? Escalator. I, I, I never think about it. Escalator, yeah. I never think about going, I, I have done, 
the buttons on the elevator. That's that doesn't surprise me at all that you've that's done that. a fun one. So um, we really appreciate you guys being here. Uh, thanks for joining in. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, be looking on Christmas Day for your special episode uh, that'll be coming out. And then we've got our year end coming up and then the new year coming up and all that stuff coming up. Uh, join us on Instagram. Join us on Facebook. Join us on Reddit. Find Messed Up Ministries on uh, Reddit and, and just say hi to me uh, so I know. And think about your, uh, your year in giving. You can give uh, to Messed Up Ministries. It'd be great. We love it. And um, I think that's all I got, except for we'll tell you that uh, we'll see you next time we mess it up. See ya. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.